Welcome to Self-Love Tarot, a podcast about using the wisdom of the tarot to access the healing and creative magic of self-love. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. I'm a tarot reader and intuitive coach. You can follow me on Instagram at selflovetarot. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode on the Queen of Wands. wands appears during those times where you are striving and pushing and practically pulling out your hair to try to make something happen. You're rushing to meet a tight deadline. You're forcing yourself to study so much material for an exam. You're hitting a creative block and can't seem to be able to produce anything right. She appears when you are so terrified of what will happen when all of it doesn't work out in the exact way you want it to. Usually you're in a space where you're absolutely terrified of failing. For example, if I fail this class, I'm going to have to drop out. If I lose this job, then I'll be a bum on the streets. If I get it wrong for the billionth time, everyone's going to be mad at me. The Queen of Wands finds you basically when you are so terrified that you are almost paralyzed with this fear. And what she does when you get this card in a reading is she takes your hands and looks you straight in the eye and with the most loving smile she says it's okay to be scared it's okay to not know all the answers right now it's okay to make mistakes you are not your accomplishments and you are not your failures you are so much more than that You are a brilliant being of light, and nothing could ever tamper with that. With the Queen of Wands, today we are going to talk about two lessons that she brings us. The first one is about building the foundation of belief in yourself. We're going to talk about believing in yourself, how you can believe in yourself, and How unconditional belief in yourself is a key to understanding this wisdom that the Queen of Wands offers us and how it's an essential ingredient to the type of self-love she encourages us to cultivate. The second lesson is all about believing in divine assistance. We'll talk about this idea of hustle and making things happen, which can oftentimes stem from our own ego minds versus this idea of flowing and creating from a place of space and spirit. It's about believing in the benevolent energy that loves you and that is perfectly arranging your life in a way that brings you your highest good. So let's get into the topic of believing in yourself. There was a point in my early 20s where I was really questioning my own purpose and what the meaning of my life was. And in that time, I was really depressed about it and I felt lost with no sense of direction and it was really hard to get out of that funk. I remember I had stumbled upon You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, which is a fantastic book. And in there, she talks about mirror work. So I decided, why not? Let's give it a try. And um, every day for a couple of days, not even for a long time, I think I just did it for a week, I looked into the mirror and 
looked myself straight in the eye and said, I believe in you, Gretchen Evangelista. With all my being, I believe in you. And little did I know that during those times, I was planting a seed that grew into a beautiful, bountiful garden. And a couple weeks later, that's when I realized I wanted to start a coaching business and that I was going to dedicate my life and help people along their journey towards the vision that they have for themselves. And it gave me the strong sense of purpose that hasn't gone away since. And it all started from deciding to believe in me. Belief is ultimately what gets us to where we want to go. It helps us keep moving forward despite setbacks and failures. And if we're at a point where you're like me back then, where you just don't know what your purpose is or what you're passionate about, we can just start with believing in ourselves first. That's how I first started out and that's what got me here. J.K. Rowling sent Harry Potter to 12 different publishers and got rejected by all of them before finally getting a book deal. Thomas Edison, we all know that story of how it took him a thousand times, a thousand failures to invent the light bulb. And what simply kept them going was their belief in themselves and the vision that wanted to come through them. Imagine if they had given up on believing in themselves and what they wanted to offer to the world, then we wouldn't have any of those things today. What would the world be like if Harry Potter never existed and J.K. Rowling had stopped believing in her story after the fifth or sixth rejection? What would the world be like today if Thomas Edison had stopped after the 500th attempt at the light bulb? The Queen of Wands reminds us that believing is seeing. It's seeing the invisible the things that haven't happened yet. It's accessing that vision that we have within all of us. And it's not fantasy. Fantasy is based on the idea that you know it's not true or possible. Vision is about believing in something that just hasn't happened yet, but knowing that it's on its way. We see with our beliefs, not with our eyes. There's that famous Henry Ford quote that um, is pretty well known, but it says, Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So it's all about our beliefs in ourselves that determine our capabilities. And here's the thing. We all believe in something. It's just that most of us were trained early on in life to believe in our own limitations instead of our own brilliance. We would rather place our belief in the idea that we can't do it or we're not good enough than believing that we are good enough and that we can do amazing things. And this idea, it's something that we pick up from society, but I also think believing in our own limitations is a comfort zone thing. Because think about it, if we believe that we can do something, then that would expose us to doing new things and diving into the unknown and expanding beyond what we know. And to our ego brains, Anything that is not familiar is a dangerous threat. So I believe self-doubt serves that protective purpose for us. It prevents us from going past the familiar, past what our ego brain knows. We all experience self-doubt. And I don't think self-doubt is something we need to fear or even try to get rid of. The key to dealing with self-doubt 
is to just believe in ourselves enough that it makes all those other thoughts of self-doubt irrelevant. I want my belief in myself to outshine all the other thoughts of fear and doubt in my mind. I want that belief to be stronger than any thoughts of doubt or fear or scarcity. It doesn't mean I never have those thoughts. It simply means that they're just like extras in the movie of my life. They're the extras in the background that are there in the scene and then they're just gone and I'm not moved by any of them. The Queen of Wands uses the immense power of belief to outshine all the other thoughts that don't serve our highest potential. We never have to be at war with the self-doubt and the fear because the simple act of believing is enough to naturally have them fade out of the picture. It's like having this passive strength, this passive defense. It's like if you think of the sun shining, it's not individually picking at these things. It's just shining. It's just there. Its presence is what shines the light. And a good picture to think about here is also a balance scale. We need to make sure our belief in ourselves is heavier than our belief in our own limitations. You can use the presence of self-doubt as an opportunity to ground yourself even further in your own beliefs that you are enough, that the work you're doing is amazing, and that you are here for a reason, for a purpose. That the world is better with you in it than it is without you. That is something that I did a lot when I started my new job last year. I started my job as an operating room nurse, which is a different type of nursing that I had very little exposure to before then. I came to the job as a floor nurse, and that's like the traditional nurse that you see working in the hospital. But when I entered into the OR world, it was vastly different. You don't work with patients because they're mainly asleep. You don't get to talk to them. But you do work heavily with other nurses and scrubs and doctors, physician assistants, and other people part of the surgical team. And at first, this was really intimidating. Everyone knew each other and trusted each other and no one knew who the hell I was. So I felt a little isolated. And on top of that, the amount of information you need to learn is crazy. Like learning the names of all these instruments that look the same, learning all the tools and the equipment that's used in different specialty cases, and learning the different doctors' preferences. Some doctors do the same case in a completely different way, and it was just a lot to take in in the beginning. So at first, there were so many thoughts in my head saying, I don't know anything. I'm not of any use. I'm just a burden because I'm not able to help. I'm just in the way of everyone doing their jobs. And that's kind of a common nursing mentality. (laughs) At that point, it would have been easier to believe in those thoughts. But in understanding the energy of the Queen of Wands, I knew I could turn this around for myself. I knew that I didn't have to believe in the doubts in my head. And so I grounded myself in a belief that I already had within me that I can learn anything with enough practice and exposure. And since I had already believed in this about myself, all I needed to do was keep reinforcing that belief, keep saying it to myself, keep placing my energy in it. 
And as I kept doing that, my belief in myself started to outweigh the doubts that I had. And from that place, I was able to access more new beliefs about myself that were never available to me before. Like I started to say to myself, this place is better with me in it than it is without me. And I remember when that thought came into my mind, it really resonated and it really gave me the fuel I needed to keep going in this environment. And know that I believed in that thought even when there was no external evidence that it was true. Like if you were to look at my external reality at that point, when I started to say that stuff to myself, it could have easily been proven wrong. People would ask me questions and I wouldn't know how to answer. I wouldn't know how to use a specific device and I would need so much assistance in doing things that most people would do in two or three seconds. I needed a lot of help. But yet, I still continued to believe that this place is better with me in it than it is without me. And I stayed grounded in that belief. And I decided to create my reality from the level of belief rather than that level of seeing the things around me. And here I am almost a year later, a completely different person with a brand new set of skills, experiences, relationships, and wisdom that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I honestly think if I hadn't done those things on a conscious level, I probably would have quit already and gone back to floor nursing. Believing that you are useful and that you add value allows you to step into being useful and step into a place where you can add a tremendous amount of value to any situation. The Queen of Wands inspires us to fuel ourselves with believing in ourselves enough to tip that scale and have our self-belief way more than the fear and the doubt. Even if it's just one gram heavier than the doubt or one pound heavier than the doubt, that is enough of a catalyst to turn things around. A couple months ago, I had taught this workshop to a group of female entrepreneurs called Self-Talk for Self-Care. As I was driving to the workshop, I became bombarded by thoughts like, what if they don't like me? What if they think I'm boring? What if I have nothing of value to say? What if no one shows up? And the second I noticed these thoughts, I took a deep breath and I started to talk to myself. I said, you were born to teach this workshop and you're amazing at this and you are so brave for doing something like this. I am so incredibly proud of you. Regardless of what happens tonight, know that I am so proud of you and I know you have the capacity to do incredible things. So the outcome of tonight doesn't matter. The fact that you're showing up, that is what matters. And so after this little pep talk I had with myself in the car, I walked into that workshop that night and I taught this stuff. And I also included this real life example. And I shared with them that, you know, before this, I was feeling a little bit scared and then I used self-talk in the car to gather my confidence and to help me believe in the purpose of this workshop and the things that I want to share with you guys. Just sharing that with them helped me share the value of self-talk for self-care in the most practical way. 
So believing in ourselves isn't about chasing down and beating down the doubt and the fear that can arise in our minds. Believing in ourselves is about shining so brightly that it washes out those other thoughts. It's being bigger than the obstacles and bigger than the issues in your life. It's about talking to yourself instead of listening to the chatter that can go on in your mind. It's about making the voice of self-love the loudest voice in your head. That's why prayers and affirmations can work wonderfully because it basically turns up the volume of the loving voice within you. The second piece of wisdom that the Queen of Wands offers us is the belief in divine assistance. And I could talk about divine assistance for hours, honestly, because believing in divine assistance for me is like believing in magic. And the wand suit is all about accessing spirit in a way that is creative. And this idea that spirit creates through you. The Queen of Wands is inspired by a vision and lovingly trusts the divine to show her the next steps. The Queen of Wands, as ambitious as she can be, is actually creating from a place of receiving. It's this feminine quality mixed with the creativity and ambition of the wand suit. And it starts from this idea that the universe is here for you and it's guiding you every step of the way. There's this concept out there that says we come into the world alone and we die alone. Sounds depressing, doesn't it? And some people may even say, well, yeah, that's the truth. We really do come here alone. And when we die, we die alone. But is it really? Who is to say you are truly alone in this world? I think what keeps us thriving as humans is a sense of connectedness. The sense of connection to other people, to nature, to the world, to the stars. Tony Robbins talked about the six human needs. And one of the needs is love and connection. Babies can die from the lack of affection, from the lack of being held, from the lack of being loved. That is how essential love and connection is to us as human beings. Believing there is the existence of divine guidance is a way for us to feel connected no matter who is around us or if we're alone or not. So I do not believe in this idea that we come here alone and we die alone. I think this concept of isolation is created from the ego. It's created from fear. It's created from the concept that it's a dog-eat-dog world. And ultimately, it's your choice of whether or not you want to believe in fear or believe in love. And again, back to the Henry Ford quote we mentioned earlier, whatever you decide to believe in is what becomes true for you. I believe everything is connected and we are part of a greater energy. God, the universe, divine spirit, divine source, whatever you want to call it. And when you believe that you are part of this unifying energy, you will never feel that you're alone in this world. With that, you start to communicate with life in a different way. You start to trust that something out there is taking care of you. That everything is unfolding for your highest good, even though it doesn't feel like that at first. My most favorite thing to say to the universe is, 
Even though things don't seem to be making any sense right now in my life, let me trust that you are leading me to my highest good. And when you open up to this connection you have to this higher power, you can start to talk to it and have this back and forth conversation with the universe. Using the tarot cards can be an amazing way to communicate with the universe. That's how I do it. Praying can also be a good way as well. Writing and, you know, feeling what is intuitively coming through you is also a wonderful way. Engaging with art, painting, writing songs, playing music, dancing, all of those things can be your way of communicating with it. And the universe can respond to you through a variety of different forms as well. I've heard messages from specific songs or movies or license plates that would just naturally appear. And sometimes conversations I would overhear or certain books would come into my life that have the exact answers I've been looking for. And these synchronicities, they happen all the time. For my life, it's just past the idea of coincidence. It's happened so often for me that I can't even pretend that they're just coincidences. When we can get to a place where we feel like we can trust the universe and trust the messages that we are receiving, we become open channels for whatever amazing things wants to come through us. It could be a book. It could be a play. It could be a song. It could be a business or a new idea to present at work. It comes in the form of inspiration. And with that inspiration comes this flow state of creativity. It's like this blissful, focused state where you're just in the moment and you're so focused on what you're creating. You seem to know what the next steps are to take and you are enjoying it fully. That is an example of when we're in full receiving of divine assistance. It's like you're not concerned about the outcome as much because you are fully alive in the now of the process. The Queen of Wands really stands for believing in ourselves, but also believing that we are connected to the marvelous creative energies of the universe. When we create something, whether it's a painting or a PowerPoint presentation for work, we are in communion with something greater that works through us. This is the difference between thinking from your ego self as the source of your work in productivity and art versus knowing that you are conduit for the universe to express itself in the most perfect way. When we think we are the source of our work from our ego selves, that is when we are getting into this hustling mindset and that's when we feel the push to make things happen. That's when we end up getting burnout from the fire and the flames, which is the element of the wands. When we step back from the pushing and the striving, we can relax into the receiving and being open to what wants to come through us. And in my personal experience, that is when my best work comes out. And most of the time, the process in itself feels so right that I don't even care about the outcome. It's not my job to judge the outcome. I have this sign at my desk that says, do not judge the outcome, meaning I let anything that wants to come through me come through me. And it's not my responsibility to judge it if it's good or not. It doesn't mean I don't go over my work and make edits and changes. It just means 
I can be more patient with myself when I produce lots and lots of rough drafts. I'm just here to let the universe express itself through me. I can give the universe my hands. I can let it work through me. I can let it speak through me. I really find a lot of peace and joy in being a conduit for the universe. And that's basically the offering of the Queen of Wands. She gives herself over to the universe and she acts as a conduit for inspiration to flow through her. And I guess some of you may be thinking, what if the universe wants something that I don't want? That really comes from a place of fear. And it's okay to feel that way. I was raised Catholic and I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And growing up, I got the impression that God or whatever higher power existed would punish me or hurt me in some way if I disobeyed him or something. I think a lot of old school Catholics can still feel that way. And I know some people in my family feel that way. I know the day I told a family member that I didn't want to be Catholic anymore, their response was, I'm scared for you and scared for what will happen to you. And it's like, wow, to be in that much fear about God, to fear whatever higher power you believe and seeing it as this strict, stern disciplinarian, that must be such an exhausting and terrifying way to live. And here's what I've continued to receive from the tarot in combination with my life experience so far. The universe is love. It's love. It's love. It's 100% beautiful loving love. If you're someone who has a hard time believing that, it's okay. It's okay if you can't fully trust in that. Sometimes you can just start with a prayer saying, please show me who you are, universe. If you are love, please help me see that. Help me dissolve all fears that are not meant to be here. And to believe that the universe is love and that it's always within you and around you, you start to depend on the universe for all sorts of things. I depend on the universe to inspire me with content and teachings that I can share with other people. I depend on the universe for all the money that comes in and out of my life. I can depend on the universe for very practical situations. And I swear I could do an entire podcast dedicated to how I went through nursing school and passed all my exams by depending on the universe. Nursing school for me was a time where I realized that I needed to shift my dependence on my ego to depending on God. And from that place, all that needs to occur, occurs. All that needs to happen will happen in the most beautiful way. The Queen of Wands does not create from ego. She creates from divine love. When we create from that place, we are able to open up to the joy available to us during the process. And when I mean create, that's not just limited to creativity and the artsy stuff. Creating can simply mean just living your best life. (laughs) Creating experiences, creating moments, creating dreams. We can let go of this old paradigm that we need to struggle in order to be successful. We really don't need to struggle. That's what I found out, that we don't need to struggle. And that's not to say that there won't ever be a struggle. It's just not necessary. And we don't have to go looking for it. 
When I first started my business, I enjoyed the work that I was doing so much. It had a sense of joy and ease to it, but it wasn't long until I was like, wait a second, this doesn't feel difficult. I'm supposed to be struggling right now. So I took that as a sign to overwork and to have all these high expectations for myself, even though the work that I had produced in that joy and in that ease was already enough. It didn't feel like enough to me because enough was supposed to feel like it was hard work. It was supposed to be more of a struggle. So I went out looking for that familiar sense of struggle and five months later, I was totally burnt out and just absolutely done. I was pushing myself too hard and I had lost touch with my joy and my purpose and the reason why I wanted to have a business in the first place. I placed my trust in my ego instead of placing my trust in divine love. So whatever you're working on, whether it's a personal project, a business, a project at work, composing a song, learning a dance, whatever it is, the Queen of Wands says to offer yourself wholeheartedly to the divine. The divine is simply something that we're all made of and that everything you see around you is made of as well. The universe is self-serving. And since we are literally made of the universe, the universe is also serving you. It has your highest good in mind because in serving you, it serves itself. And when you offer yourself to the universe, you are saying yes to yourself and allowing your highest good to come to pass. And what do I mean by highest good? Highest good means the highest outcome for you, the highest outcome for the world. Sometimes your highest good does mean having a successful business and sometimes your highest good means having a business that fails and maybe from that experience you gain the necessary wisdom needed to do something even better or to help others along in their journey or to know that you are not your successes or failures that you are so much more than those things and it all goes back to believing that the universe is here to guide you it's here to help you every step of the way and that the things that happen are simply happening to serve you in some way and when we believe that is when we fully trust that is when we can trust that we have what it takes to handle the challenges that may arise we can trust that the universe is here to support us and help us through whatever comes our way There is so much more I wanted to include in this podcast for the Queen of Wands, but I just wanted to keep it simple for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this one. The Queen of Wands offers us so much practical wisdom for how we can fuel our lives with belief and how that belief is our connection to the divine universe and that we can tap into divine assistance at any point in time. All of this helps our work with loving ourselves even more. And to realize that what you're doing is enough. All your actions and all of your efforts are enough. We don't need to work ourselves to death in order to produce something that will be of value to others. We are already what we want to be and more. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. If you're curious about more of what I do, check out the Self Love Tarot Instagram. It's really something I've been having a lot of fun doing, and you can stay up to date with all the latest stuff on there. 
And if you're interested in the tarot readings that I offer, check out my Etsy shop for all the latest offerings. Both of those links will be in the show notes below. I hope you guys have an amazing day and I will talk to you guys next week.